your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So many of you listening would have connections of one sort or another with the University of Limerick, even if it's just using the wonderful campus to go for walks. Well, it's celebrating the big 5-0 this year, 50 years in education, and they're hosting an exhibition to market on the development of UL, uh, including key moments in its history. And it's going to remain open for the duration of this academic year, which means until May of next year. Dr. Zara Power is a historian and curator of this exhibition and she's with me now in the studio to tell me a little more. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. Lovely to be here. So 50 years uh, and when it started, it was called, well, it was Thoman College NIHE. Is that right? So it first commenced life in 1972. Um, it was officially opened on the 27th of September 1972 by Antishak Jack Lynch at the time. Um, and it began life as the National Institute of Higher Education, as you say. Um, it began quite modestly. Um, so all that was there was Plassey House. So if you think about the campus that we have today, um, that's how it began life. So really, the campus that we have today is an amazing achievement. And, and just to say to listeners, Plassey House being the big White House. Absolutely, the White House, yeah, as most people know it today. Um, it began life with 114 students, um, 17 lecturers, and that was it, really. <laughs> Unbelievable. And driven by a great team of people uh, led by Dr. Ed Walsh, the founding president. Absolutely. And I mean, much of the pioneering spirit as well, I think that is still evident in UL today. Certainly, um, you know, the impetus of that really comes from day one um, and the whole community that formed around Plassey, all the people that populated it and um, the people, the staff, as you say, um, Dr. Walsh, uh, you know, young and determined director. He was only 29 when he commenced the role um, of building a university essentially from scratch. I remember when he wrote his book, he was telling us here in an interview that he remembered, I think, being on O'Connell Street in Limerick, the first office and sort of That's phone right. lines hanging out here and there and just a bare desk and, and to where it is today, it's... Amazing. Absolutely. Um, they, it, their office was uh, 71 O'Connell Street and there was no telephone. So the only telephone line was in the very top floor. So when they wanted to make a phone call, I believe they had to drop the phone literally out the window um, and catch it on one of the below windows. And that's how things were done. And when you look at it now, I mean, give us a sense of how it developed, because we kind of almost assume it was always going to be a success. Now, it became a university in 1989 officially. Sure. But I mean, that wasn't the case. It, it, it was driven, wasn't it? Um, it absolutely was driven. And that sense of determination was there right from the get go. Um, I mean, like any new venture, there was absolutely no success that it would um, succeed, obviously. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, how it developed is really how it started, I suppose, if we go right back to the beginning, um, is that the university, which I think a lot of people don't know, is that it developed really via public agitation for a university. So the people of Limerick, they didn't just want a university, they were demanding a university. Um, and that's where it all sprang from. So the very early campaigns um, date back to the 1850s. Um, but really, it didn't gain... I suppose, major traction until the 1960s um, when there was citizen-led and student-led campaigns in Limerick for university. Um, the main campaigns, I suppose, are the main groups that would have been leading these were the Limerick University Project Committee and then there was also what was called the Limerick Students' University Project Committee and they would have hosted demonstrations um, all across the city. 
isn't there an iconic black and white photograph of the late great Richard Harris as Absolutely. part of that campaign? There is, there is. Um, and that's actually in the exhibition. So there's a lot of large scale imagery in the exhibition and that is one of the images. Um, so he was addressing a crowd that was in O'Connell Street um, and that was, I suppose, there was still debates going on throughout the 1960s about what type of higher education institute would suit Limerick. You know, should it be a university like what was in um, Galway, Cork or Dublin or should it be something entirely new, which, of course, is what it did become. Mm. And it did require you know, huge efforts around funding, not just public but private. It has expanded so much from its original remits, you know, very based on industry and science and sport, of course, to having all sorts of courses on offer now. Yes, absolutely. Um, so as you say, which I think a lot of people don't know as well, is that when it was formed, it was technologically driven. So unlike other universities um, that were very academic in basis, um, initially the whole idea of the National Institute of Higher Education was that it was responding to contemporary needs of Irish society, economy and industry. So as Ireland was becoming increasingly industrialised um, in the 1960s, it became really incongruous or anomalous that there wasn't a specialised workforce um, to go with it, so that's what the that's what uh, the NIHE was responding to. It was a direct response to that. And Zara, how did you pick and choose for this exhibition? It must have been a massive task. In terms of topic, um, well, in terms of topic, I suppose I really wanted to cover everything. So it's a celebration of 50 years. Um, so we look at things right from the early campaigns that I just spoke about and we bring it all the way up to today. Um, it's really covering all of, I suppose, the key moments, the key aspects. So from the day that it first opened, 27th of September, as I say, 1972, to things like then the development of the campus, as you uh, mentioned earlier, when the National College of Physical Education came on site, the subsequently Thoman College of Education. Um, and then, of course, the inauguration, as you say, when you know, Limerick, after all of those, you know, decades of de campaigning, we actually did get a university in 1989. And that was an absolutely huge achievement. Where can people see the exhibition? And I presume it's open to the public. It's absolutely open to the public. It's free admission. Um, for anybody who goes out walking UL, you'll be familiar with it anyway, as it's located right beside the Living Bridge. So it's what was the Millstream restaurant. It's in the Millstream courtyard. Um, it's extremely well signed you can't miss it. Okay well I'm looking forward to seeing it myself and uh, well done to you and the team there Dr Zara Parr historian and cur curator of this exhibition celebrating the big 5-0 the University of Limerick is 50 years old this year thank you Zara. To many more years. <laughs> to many more years. Your views your news your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.